Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I am with Trace, Big T, Armstrong, and Rob, the original Tiger King McIntyre. We are here to give a preview of the Challenge Season 36. Rob, what's the name? Uh, the Challenge Double Agents. A lot of other agents are our last preview, too. And do a fantasy draft of this season's cast based off of the fantasy format of Rob. What's the website's name? Uh, so, fantasizer.com, we go there, you'll find the Fantasy Challenge, which should be up by the time we post this. And, yeah, so what happens here is uh, with each season of the challenge, how the pouring and pricing work for the game is I give each player a price according to their track record, who they're paired with, whatever else might be going on with the season. And so it's not just me coming up with it. I like to, you know, outsource myself and figure out what everybody, what everybody else feels like as a preview for the season. So the draft helps a lot in that it shows me where people are valued. So do we have to have, this was going to be my question right before I said that I should just ask this on air. Do we have to have an equal number of men and women on our team? Because, okay, because I was going to say, I feel like, well, I don't want to tip anything off. I I don't want to reveal my. Your draft strategy. We'll we'll, we'll have a post-draft war room discussion. There you go. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, you can pick as many women or as many men as you want based on uh, your, uh, especially on the fantasizer side, based on the pricing that Rob set. So it's not like you have to have you four men, four women. You can go six men, six women, you know, three and three, four and two. You can stack all the pairs. You can do a variety of things. That, that's one thing we should definitely say as well. Is uh, So talking with the person that I work for for the website, he was adamant about um, having, like, having us know the pairs and have us factor that into the pricing. So the format of the season is supposedly going yeah, I to guess, be fluid. Hold on, hold on real quick. So I guess we should say that if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you should not listen. From yeah, you well, should. I, I don't think that's a, I don't even think that's a good way to say it. That we're just if you don't want to know the cast. Pay- well, the cast is on entertainmentweekly.com. Yeah, what has not been revealed. publicly released yet is the pairings. The pairings are online if you look hard enough so we are actually going to discuss the pairings so if you don't want to know the pairings yet we love you come back after you know the pairings yeah that's what i was going to bring up and that we will be discussing who is paired with whom initially the format is supposedly going to be fluid um but just for like so for pricing's sake and in that like there's going to be previews and promos where the pairings will likely be able to be figured out anyways and my employment would like me to know the pairing, so I'm going to do what they want. Um, so, yeah, we will be discussing who is paired with whom on this call and with the fantasy game. Okay. So um, you need some fair warning. If you don't want to know the pairs, click off now. <laughs> all right. So let's do it. All right. So do we want to reveal the draft picks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you guys see the screen? Yes, we got yeah. it. So, alrighty. Dramatic pauses. Rob is sharing a screen right now and doing something for everyone listening to the podcast. Riveting. Okay. Uh, He's revealing the draft order. Trace is up first. Once again, number one draft pick. Rob is second. <laughs> So the exact same one as last time. Okay. All right. Well, kick us off. Worked out for me last time, so we'll roll with it. We'll see how it goes. All right, and this is a snake draft too, right? 
Yes. yes, this is a snake draft. We're, we're not All giving right. you that much of an advantage here, Trey. Start again. I know, I know, I know. It's only I'm only going to lose uh, three picks in between my sec- first and second. So, all right, I got to go back to the list. So, Rob, if you pull up the list, um, I already know who my number one draft pick is going to be because I think this person is going to win the season. So, it is going to be my man Darrell. Wow. I already won him. I haven't got the colors in. Would that have been your first pick, Rob? That would have not been my first pick. I don't think he's going to get as much screen time, which is the scary piece of this, because the way I look at it, Darrell wants to compete, and I don't know for sure, but I've heard the rumor that the Red Skulls are back, so you have to go into elimination to make the final. So I could see Darrell having to go into elimination a couple of times, especially with the rest of this cast that's a lot of younger cast members that will not have Darrell's back. So there is a chance that he will go into elimination a lot. And so I think that he will stack up points based on performance versus drama. I think Rob's going to steal my, my, my pick here. All right. Uh, so with that number one pick, I will be taking Wes at number two. No, he's not, not shocking. I knew really? that's where he was headed. Okay, so I guess we all get our number one overall pick then. Who do you guys think my number one? I'm gonna say your number one overall pick is probably Smashly. I was gonna say CP. Dude, no. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I mean I I, I think Smash too. I would rather pick Smash than CP. Dude. I'm not getting I'm not getting dogged by Smashly again. Like we've (laughs) talked about this before. Like it took a it took forever for you guys to convince me that she was not complete eyewash and then i don't know it, on a given day you can convince me that she's good you can convince me that she's not good i'm just i think not, she's certifiably good i, I think to i don't day, know dude good. she gets knocked she gets knocked off at the top so many times yeah but anybody the first time, knocked off at the, the top would just get a bad elimination the first so. time I, I know, but that's just in combination with a bunch of other, I, I feel like, issues that I have with her. The first time that she won, it was when they forced rookies to be in the final, essentially, or, or people that hadn't been on the show very much in the finals. The second time that she won, what happened? It was with Hunter. So she came in partway through the game. She wasn't even there the entire season. And then what else did she do? She's uh, won more than twice? Two, she makes the final. And then Rivals 3, she and Corey actually win a mission. In, or I think it was just one. And then, so in War of the Worlds 2, honestly, War of the Worlds 2 was probably the most impressed I was with her throughout her entire time on the show. I thought she was very good politically throughout the course of the season, and she had some really good physical moments, too. And I think that's when I finally mentally conceded that, okay, like, I can see the different aspects of her game that makes her overall a very uh, competitive player in the game overall. And then... I think she has really big strengths and weaknesses. Like, I think she's not good in eliminations, especially compared to, like, other people of her pedigree. But then I think politics, mission-wise, and finals, I think everything else, she's very good. I don't know. I almost feel like she's better in a team format than she would be in an individual game. I think in a team team format, it is just so different. And I think... And I think you might be right in that in a team format, she's just so good at, like, snaking her way into wherever the power dynamic is going to be. And that's in any season, not just in a team format. Uh, but I think in an individual season, if she's got the right setup, she's she's locked and loaded too. All right, so I'm going Lolo Jones. Lolo Jones. I was gonna three. go for that on my next. Man, pick. that's a that's a risky play. 
No, I think because she's legitimately the best athlete on the cast, but I think there's just a lot. Man of or woman. <laughs> like, she's just an incredible athlete. I mean, obviously, she's an Olympian. But, like, I just think in the house, she's going to be a problem. I don't think the rest of those girls want to see her in a final at all. Yeah, I think and that the drama too. with her is going to be insane. So I was yeah, thinking I think screen time, and she's going to get it. It comes down to these things a lot, like like in mental or, like, uh, you know, just to, there's other competitions that I think eventually get her. I don't know. So I'm between two people right now, and I don't think either one of them the, – the one that I don't pick – I do not think will make it back to me. But I think that there's one that is more likely to make it back to me than the other. And so that is why, oh. All right, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Casey Clark. Okay. Casey, I would have not, yeah, that would have, not on my board. Why? I just wasn't that impressed with her last season. Dude, she's going to make the finals most likely. I can, I can definitely see her making the final. She also was, like, never on screen. She had all of that content with Nani, though. Yeah, but even then, she was, like, that where was did she, forced content. Where did, she, where did she finish with all of that? Jeez, uh, I think we pulled that document back up again. All right. You should leave that up this whole time. Well, now we uh, got to see it. She finished sixth. Sixth. So pretty good, right? Out of how yeah. many people were in the season? Or out of 28. Um, 32 that were in the 32. fantasy game. Because there's I have alternate male and alternate female in there as well. That's right. Game. All right, Rob. Who you got? Round two. Oof, I'm actually in a tough spot here. Because there's two that I really want to get. Um, I don't know which way Trace is leaning here. I'll take Leroy. Okay, you took my Whoa! pick again. So I lost Leroy and Lolo, who would have been uh, my I next think two picks. I Leroy's season, dude. I, I really do, too. Without bananas there, I think he's. I, I in. think not having Johnny helps him. He was so much better on World of Worlds Two once Johnny was gone, and I, I, I actually have... think he and Wes are actually decently good friends now. He also has a very good relationship with CT. Like he just has good relationships with with everybody on the cast. And if you look at this guy's cast; it's really not that imposing. Like the female side no. is way more imposing. Yeah, the, the. And I would probably honestly, I would move him up because like I I did this in the time that we were on before we started this call. But guess where I have him ranked. Uh, like 15th. Fourth? Exactly 15th. There we wow. go. Man, I, I'm reading minus today. Wow, man. Yeah, I, I would have him. I'm curious then how your guys' rankings will shake out. That might actually move things around a little bit for me on the pricing. Um, all right. Big all T, right. you are uh, back. All up. right. So this is strictly coming from a screen time choice here. And I am going to go with Nani. Nani in the second round. Wow. Where, where, where did she finish? She did okay last season. Can you, I need to just send you this document. Can you, well, can you do She like, wasn't top 10, but she's she, going to have. She was right above Nelson. She, she was like 10th. Can yeah. you split up your screen so that's in part of the screen? You know what I mean? Uh, and just like drag that out and then resize the windows. I mean, I just don't know if I'll have the other. Yeah, let's just, on. Let, let's just leave that as it is and we can click back and forth. All right. So Nani would be. Round two, uh, round three. I mean, this person's still on the board, so it's got to be CT. Okay, CT. This is an off the rails draft. I don't know if I can consider. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone with CT either. Where was he for you, Rob? I have met CT. I I had him buried. He would have been. Yeah, he was behind a couple of people that are still on the board for me. All right, so I get the person I wanted. I, I'm taking Cam. 
Yeah, she'll definitely get some screen time. That's for she's sure. She's also very good. In po- she's a, a very active politicker, which is very good. Yeah, I think um, that's a good pick. It's a very good yeah. pick. I think she's in a very good position here. She has a lot of friends on this cast, so she'd actually be. I, I originally said Smashy like uh, Johnny and Jenny were on the cast, um, but I, I actually think I'd go with Cam as my female winner pick now. Where, um, even so, with Fessy finishing third. Where did he finish? Last he season? finished fourth. He did? Yeah, because he so finished he, Remember, Corey stopped trying in the final, but he still finished fourth. Yeah. So, Fessy is next on my list. He finished, like, behind Rogan, behind Melissa, behind Anissa, behind Wes. He finished a little bit farther down. Wait, Fessy did? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was asking. So, where where did he finish overall in the fantasy rankings? Whatever he I was asked, in, like, the bottom did, 15. No, no, Whenever he Whenever I ask where someone finished last year, I just mean for the fantasy rankings. No, I understand, but it's just I don't have a, a numerically laid out. So he was 16th. Yep. Out he of just was never people? on screen. Out of 30? He would have been... Well, I guess he would have been... Really out of 30. He would have been even lower if it wasn't for where he finished... Or for those, like, forced conversations, remember? Mm-hmm. Where they had yeah, those forced, forced narratives. He, he was invisible. Was just so weird. I don't, honestly don't even know how much you can take off of last season. The second half of last season was just so bizarre. Because yeah. remember, there, there were those, like, forced conversations between him and someone else about how, like, they were surprised that they were there at the end of the season. And about, oh, it was him and Casey, it, yeah. Yeah, was it Casey? Yeah, it was so bizarre. He didn't even really win that many missions, too. Like, he's a really impressive athlete. Like, I think you could you would probably say he's the fourth best overall competitor on the cast for the guys. Um, and him or Nelson. But, uh, yeah, there's just – he just doesn't do that much on screen. And his competition's mainly geared towards, like, winning eliminations. And if the Red Skulls are back, that's actually – like, it's valuable in that you win the one elimination, but you're also only going in one elimination. If he was better – if he had more screen time otherwise, he would be – significantly higher on this list if because he he's josh like morphed into one person they'd be the dynamite fantasy player yeah. who, do you, who do you think for the men he's probably in the top tier for highest odds to make the final i feel like uh i don't even know if i want to reveal that right now because but, no know. one is no one wants to go against him in the uh in eliminations yeah, it just depends how they set it up, though. Like, if it's one where... I'm very curious how the power dynamics in this season are going to play out. Because it seems like, especially on the guy side, mostly everybody is kind of friends, right? Yeah, there's no guy like, I, drama I that I can see. going after each other just because there's nobody else to really go after. Like, there's no Jordan, there's no Johnny, there's no even, like, a bear. Yeah, they're going like, to have West to really play gonna, this like, strategically. Josh, Interesting. Oh, and Rob, you have Kyle highlighted as off the board instead of Nani. Man, I'm a moron. Thank you. Yep. Cool. All right, Devin, what you got? Round three. What are we going to do here? I got my top three. Well, I guess three of my top four because I had Darrell second. But I had got three of my top four with my first three picks. I'm very pleased with how this has played out. I think I know what I'm going to do. I'm just looking down the list real quick to see if there's anything... It's going to change my mind. I have a couple of people ahead of this person that I'm going to take, but I'm taking this person now ahead of them because I'm remembering how much, how well you do 
as far as a competitor, doesn't really matter. I guess we didn't mention what goes into these fantasy points. Do you just want to give like a like a brief overview of like I, I mean, how so the scoring works? Realistically, when I'm setting up these fantasy points, it's going to be correlated towards screen time and how well you do in the competition. Those are the two primary factors. Because like winning missions puts you in a position to make political decisions, and then also screen time and that like fights, drama, uh, confessionals, those all accrue points. So basically, however often you see someone on screen is going to be correlated to how many fantasy points they score. And so, Rob, can we put the link to the scoring in the yeah yeah that, that be, I'll, I'll put the link to the league as well as just a link to the scoring as well. All right. So I'm gonna take Nicole. Nicole Z off the board. It's a good pick. Solid pick. She she gets a decent amount of screen time, too. I I don't know where I would have picked her. She was a hard one for me to test out. All right, Devin, what's your next one? Oh, fuck. I forgot I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snake draft, man. You got to be ready. And with how you guys are picking so far, too, I don't know, like, I guess I just got to pick top of my board because I have no idea where you guys are going with these picks. The only one that I'm really kind of upset about is Lolo because I was going to grab her as my second pick if if she was still on the board. That's the Where, only one bit, that has messed me up so far. On her. I Why? I think she's a, but there's just more than being an athlete that goes. Well, see, she, I just she, rewatched. She a lot of screen time too. She's a crazy person. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just rewatched the champs versus star season. And uh, she post. got so many more. Um, no, she was on the Stars team. She was on the. No, season. she was on Champs versus Pros. Okay. All right, Champs versus Pros. Oh yeah, that's Champs versus Pros. That's what I meant. Because there's two Champs versus Stars season. And yeah, one yeah. Champs versus Pros season. I meant the one. They come up with a different Punk. name for the third season. It's always bothered me. Yeah, the but she was by far the standout of that season in that she was legitimately crazy, involved in so much drama. Had tons of confessionals, was performing decently, um, was I mean, very decently. She was, she was awesome that season. Yeah. She just couldn't. So eat. I feel like she's going to chew up screen time. And then there's also, I feel like there's also a high probability of her getting in a really huge fight and it getting ugly too, based on champs versus pros. So it was like, man, she could well, be. She was a on point. Celebrity Big Brother, and apparently that didn't go great either. So I feel like she just doesn't play well with others. <laughs> All right, I think I know what I'm going to do. So, well, first of all, what do we know about Namfo? How much of a crazy person is this guy? I mean, he was an ultimate beast master on Netflix, so it's a strictly competition show. I don't think I don't think he'll be uh, too much of a loon. <laughs> you don't think he's going to be mixing it up? I mean, I, I have, like, almost no background information. All right. <laughs> Rob is going to be shocked when he hears who I'm taking. Big T. I'm going to go Natalie Anderson. That's not a bad pick. I mean, she would have been my next pick. I wanted to get the uh, stack there, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that pick because the fact that a survivor winner is going to be on the challenge, they're going to give her screen time because you know she did not come cheap to cast. Definitely. She gets into drama, too. So I think that is a, a good pick. Um, well, and we also know the partners, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, The fact that, that she's so, paired yeah. with Wes is a yeah, big Yeah, that was the one cap. that uh, when Trace and I found out the pairs before you did, 
that was the one that we saw and we messaged each other and we said that you we thought you were gonna love yeah that pairing yes I just, yeah I, think, I mean i think there'll be a ton of fun as a pairing the only right. other I, I almost, that would be awesome that, i almost worry that they could have conflicting agendas which could cause also. a little bit of a problem just that like Natalie's definitely gonna want to have her own imprint on what's going on politically as it's less I can almost think Natalie would have been better off paired with a, somebody who's a little bit more um but you know what do, what do I know it should could turn, all turn out well I was really holding out hope for a West Tory pairing I think that's just such a perfect combination of skill sets um yeah, as well as I enjoy them both on, a lot on TV but yeah who's, I think be very good. who's Tory's partner Corey Corey <laughs> It's like good was very good last season, shockingly. Oh man, there's just there's a, there's a lot of names still on this four that I, I know. Honestly. There's a lot of big names still out there. There's gonna there's one person that I really want, and I'm just gonna like be annoyed if somebody else gets her. So I'm gonna take Teresa. I was about to take her, so good job. There we go. All right, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> she was eleven for me. Yeah, so she was coming I, up. I wasn't as worried about Devin taking her, but I know I know Trace is on the Teresa train with me. She's been off for a while, so who, maybe she hasn't come back. Um, the same competitor, yeah. but I, I feel think like even if she's, she's a definitely physical... a watch the tape competitor, like she's one where you look at the stats and it's not that impressive. But if you just watch her perform on the show, yeah. you can just tell she's an athlete. I saw Where? pictures of her after having her kids, our kid, whichever. I think it was just one, but she looked like I think she has she... two. She got back into the shape she was for her last season because well, she she's always posting great. exercise videos. I mean, her her husband is TJ Jones. Um, yeah, in and out of the NFL wide receiver, so she's athleticism runs in the family. Yeah, and again, she, college basketball player too. Exactly, and the you fact that politically have a basketball competition with CT again that would be amazing. But she is married and has a kid now. She might not do that on television. This What's time. the line on a strip basketball game between CT and Teresa if they play on this season? Uh, twenty to one. Oh come on, dude! I was gonna say said Teresa is the favorite. Well, oh, I would. For who's gonna win? Oh, for yeah. who's gonna win? Oh, I would give it. CT to won Teresa. last time, right? CT won by one last time, but I think CT could, is more in depreciated shape and has picked up a ball uh, longer ago than Teresa has. <laughs> this was a horse game, wasn't it? Yes. No, it was a straight up one on one game. Oh, that's right. They were playing one on one. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm a hundred percent positive. I just watched it. CT was also a college basketball player, wasn't he? Yeah, but I think CT's lost a little bit more on his fastball. He's not uh, he's in, in he's shape. not in free agent shape. Let's put it that no, way. Definitely not. The Beardy's rocking in free agents is awesome too. But um, yeah, I think it, I I think Teresa. I will actually put Teresa as a slight favorite in that game. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Now what do I do? Because Teresa is off the board. Um. <sighs> I might need to do uh, listener emails at the end. We have a couple that we need to do. All right. I, a, I got a message for some too. Cool. All right. I am going to, she's still on the board. I got to take Smashly now because she's going to work with Cam, which means a lot of politics. She's always working an angle somewhere. So even if she doesn't perform awesome physically, politically, she'll get some screen time. So I feel like I have to take her if she's on yeah, the board. I, I, I was stuck between her and Teresa. I think um, she's a very good pick. She's also like, She's actually been off the fantasy game a little bit the past few seasons. She has been racking up the points like in her uh, older days. But oh, yeah. she was she's like she was like Antonio Brown 2015 like fantasy points. Like just every time she was on every episode she's doing stuff. 
Yeah. All right. Now here, this one's going to be a shocking pick. So I'm going to say the name and then explain why. I want Josh. Josh. And I mean, here's he's why. He's another one where if he's on, if he's on the episode. He gets screen time. But here's the other thing. Josh goes off the rails crying and gets into drama every season. And last season, if Bananas was not there to calm him down, that thing could have erupted. And Josh does not like Wes. And so I could see him, you know, freaking out. Even Wes pays him no attention. He, I could still see him freaking out and getting lots of screen time. So I got to go Josh. Do you think Cam's going to try to find a way to ditch him? Yes, at her earliest opportunity. That's what I would be worried about, is that he could be an elimination early because Cam doesn't want to keep him as a partner. It depends, man. We really don't know how this format's going to play out yet. Like, it's a weird format. I'm really excited because it's a very unique format. Like, this is the first format in a long time that feels really outside of the box, and I like it. So, anyway. All All right. right, Rob. Round five pick. Yeah, there's two I really like here. Um... Ooh. I'll take Fessy. Good pick. I, I just think he's a good enough athlete. And then he's also single this season, so maybe he mixes it up a little bit more. Who knows? Maybe so. All right, Devin. I was on mute. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Josh was that was a good pick. Where did he finish last year, Rob? Pulling it up. He was where's Josh? He's right, right there behind D. Like in the middle. Yeah, he was eighth. That's pretty good for where he got eliminated. For where he went out too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on War of the Worlds too, he was an amazing fantasy player because he was just like crying every episode. He was in it with Georgia. He was like complaining about Car and Polly all the time. And Rob took Fessy, which is a good pick. There's still two people on the board that I'm kind of surprised one of them hasn't gotten taken yet. Did Tori get taken? Is she still available? She's still out there. She is still in black. There's three people I'm looking at. I think Rob might be eyeing one of them. Especially now as we start to get more toward the bottom. I mean, we're already we're already um we're in the fifth round now, so this will be the halfway point after Devin makes this pick. I don't think I don't think there's a chance Tori's gonna make it back to me if I pass her up. I'm gonna go Devin with the first pick. Darn it! Devin, really? Darn it! Man, that I was, was my waiting. next pick. Really? You wanted Devin? I was I was waiting a little bit longer on that. He and Wes are BFFs, which means they will work together. Wes they has will a lot talk of politics. But I see. But in real life, he and Devin are apparently really close now. And that is going to be a strong alliance that probably won't get broken. And the other piece of it, too, is Devin, when he's on, usually gets a lot of confessionals. So he was my he was my next. And Nicole is a very good partner for him. That's a very Mm -hmm. good. It's a very good pairing. I like it. 
So what do I do now? <laughs> it's getting harder. Now that my, my last great pick is off the board, I don't really care. <laughs> There's only one person I want to avoid. I think Tori at this point is a good deal, to be honest, in the sixth round. Is that, is that an intentional pun or an accidental <laughs> one? Uh, accidental. I think that's probably what I'm going to do. There's one other person that looks good. I think Rob's going to take him with one of his next two picks. So I'm just trying to decide if I want to take him now. Or, no, I don't think Rob's going to take him. All right, I'll take Tori. All right, Tori Deal on the board. for. She uh, honestly went lower than I thought she would. Um, yeah. I mean, you I have all the time where somebody has an up season and then they're the best thing ever. And then somebody has a down season, you know, that everybody's down on them. They're overrated. Yeah. Her That's being connected to Jordan last Jenny year sunk her Johnny game. not being on. Because usually what happens is just whoever won the previous season is like has really spiked ownership. Um, and everybody, of course, thinks they're like the best player ever. Like after Turbo wins, he's the best player ever. Jenny wins. How could any female ever beat her? So I'm I'm actually just really disappointed Jenny is not on, even not for a character, just to see how she would compete with these other women. I have five women on my team right now and one man. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, the uh, female side of the cast is way more interesting. I think the female side is way more interesting than the guys this season. Like by they're also. I feel like the guys is top heavy, and then it just drops off a cliff. Yeah, it's I don't know. There's some people on the the women's side that are also. Well, we won't reveal anything now. We'll talk about that when we we'll get talk to about it in the post scrum, or when okay. we get to. Uh, I'm taking Nelson. Last That's round. who I thought you were taking. Yeah, I, I when I thought you were Nelson. gonna. I don't want anything to do with Team Young Buck. Yeah, Nelson. And... Nelson is great TV, and he's on TV a lot too. Yeah, gonna, and he should. He always he does start to win challenges a lot now, so he's a good pick for that well, aspect of sport. Well, he didn't win any missions last season, but I think that was just how they were structured. Yeah, the it's a last weird so weird structure. I really uh, hope they improve on that this season. I really didn't like the missions at all last season. And that's a small part of the show, but it just take up a decent amount of time, and it just seemed like they were all structured for what makes the best commercial. Can we do a shirt that's like a literal like young buck, and then like a a circle with a like a slash through it, so like a no young buck. I, I, no TYP. We all in on the Corey Nelson content from last season. I thought it was that was like the best storyline of last season. I do think that Terrible. their storyline last year was excellent, especially with Nelson saying he would go in over Corey and Bananas going, "Hey man, you've got a great friend." Like that was a really good storyline, and then it yeah. being hall brawl, like that really was awesome. Yeah, I did like that. No, that was good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm all in on Team Nelson. I, I think he was probably the most entertaining part of last season for me. I and I, I didn't like last season, so that's a lot of it. But. Yeah, and see, if they had both made it, I was taking Corey and Nelson, so I'm going to go ahead and take Corey. All right, Corey, off the board. Now, this I mean, is he was actually very good last season. He was very good, which he's another one that I'm surprised fell as far as he did, but he was less dramatic last year, and I think that will continue. So it's really you're getting him based on performance at this point. Um, Man, Josh going ahead of Corey is an interesting one. Josh going ahead of a lot of these people is an interesting one. The fact, oh man, see, now we're getting into people I don't care about all that much, except for one person I do care about, but I don't want to pick them. Um, 
I'm going to take the cockroach of the challenge, Anissa. You have to explain that nickname because people got very upset about that. Okay, I don't really? mean it in a negative way People got at mad all. at me. People need to hear me out. I am not saying it in a negative way. When I call her the cockroach of the challenge, it just means no matter what happens, there could be a nuclear holocaust on the challenge. There could be anything, and Anissa still gets cast. I mean, think about it. This woman has literally been on the show since season six with Battle of the Sexes 1. She has been around a long time. She is by far the cast member with the longest tenure of seasons. She might not have the most seasons, but she's always somehow shows back up. And she also has this knack politically for hanging around every season. She has the ability to somehow pull elimination wins out of her hat and stick around to the end and where she promptly loses in the final or in the challenge right before the final. So that is why I call her the cockroach of the challenge. She will not die no matter what happens on this show. So that is my affectionate nickname for her. Hope if you take offense, I'm sorry, but I really mean it from an affectionate standpoint of her as a cast member. We, we can't loves- find like a, a better, like the Tom, like that, just like something that's more like appealing than a cockroach. But I, I get the, can't, the, you can't love cockroaches. You can't. I do. I have a collection in my basement. If you look around, no, not really. No, but you can't call her the Tom Brady because Tom Brady wins. No, not not Tom Brady. I, I don't. I know that's not a good comparison. Like, I mean, other than that, I mean, forever. maybe you could call her Rudy. I don't know. No, not Rudy. Come on. <laughs> hey, he got that one tackle. He got that one tackle and was carried what off the field. She's the the Kevin Willis of the challenge. Mm, maybe the Tracy McGrady. No, to team Mac Brady was actually good at one point. Oh. Like well, so her. was Anissa. He was like a top, top tier player. Who was the oldest player to play in the NBA? The guy that played for the Lakers. What was that guy's name? Uh, you know who I'm talking about. He played for a bunch. Well, I thought it was Bill Russell that was the oldest player ever. No, dude. Uh, no, Bill Russell retired early. What are we talking about? Uh, Kareem this guy played was like around the mid-90s. I mean, Vince Carter was around, was, was very Vince old. Carter. I mean, he was playing the last year. Okay, you know who she is? She would be the Carl she, Malone. No, she's Udonis Haslam. That's exactly who she is. She's Udonis Haslam. Uh, All right, I'm Googling who the oldest NBA player ever was. It was Vince Carter at 43. Yeah, so no, yeah. that's active. But, but Vince Carter, oh, act- too, for okay. I really think it's Udonis Haslam. That's the comparison. Okay, the yeah. oldest, Everybody loves Udonis Nat Haslam. Hickey. The oldest player to guy, ever play was Nat bed, Hickey. And he's just, like, still somehow on the Miami Heat roster. Kevin yeah, Willis was second. Nat, Nat Hickey, and then Kevin Willis. I was thinking of who was I even think Kevin Willis kind of has too high of a peak. I, I think it's definitely Udonis Haslam. That's the perfect comparison. You know what? Robert Parrish was the third. Yeah, but Robert Parrish was like a like an All NBA level player. Yeah, I would I would probably say Kevin Willis is pretty good accurate description. I think I even the... think Kevin Willis had like too high of a peak. Kevin was a good player. Yeah, but at the same time, Anissa was good. In eliminations at some point. Yeah, she was I once, at, once I, I think in a it's scary elimination. Awesome. I think that's perfect. I, the, the people of the, that watch the cha- the watch uh, the challenge or listen to the challenge chronicles will, will know will agree with me on this one. Well, who are you saying? Udonis Haslam. He's still like on the Miami Heat roster. He just doesn't play. Huh? I don't are even know sure? who that is. Yeah, dude. He's still on the roster now. That's crazy. Let me look. That's exactly like how it's crazy that he's. See, that's on the insane. Show. He's played. Guess how many games he's played combined the last like this, three years? Last three. Four. No, dude, it's one in four. He's gotten a little bit of time. 
Like now, 32? Over, over, the last, over the last one, two, three, four years, guess how many uh, games he's played over the last four years? 39. 44. That's insane. Wow. Just make, keep making them checks, Udonis. Sometimes all you need to be is a great practice player to stay on an NBA team. All right. Um, I'm not huge on this guy as a competitor. I think he's okay. I know who you're taking. No, I'm actually not going to take him. I'll take Nam. Fuck you. Who is Nam? He is uh, from Ultimate Beastmaster. He's definitely, I think, the best male prospect. But that's who I was gonna take, dude. I think he might it might win. Guess how tall he no, is? No, he's not gonna win. He's pretty tall, right? He's six two. I mean, six two is not that tall. That's it's not. But for the challenge, guys, that tends to be pretty tall. It is. Compared pretty to these guys, the only other person that's cl- he's probably the tallest guy on the cast. No, Damn no, Fessy's tall, dude. Fessy's like six. Oh, that's right. Fessy's tall. So him and Fessy are the biggest guys too. in the cast. He's the biggest guy. He's one of the biggest guys on, or he's one of the tallest guys on the cast, and he's probably in the most shape of anyone on the cast. Who, who's in better shape than any than him on this cast? Nam is in. I mean, Fe, I, it depends on what kind of shape you're talking about. Fessy's in legit shape too. How? What do you mean? He gassed out in the final. I don't even know how much he gassed out in the final, but like, I, I don't he's know. Like, dude, Fessy is. That's what I'm saying though. Like, if you're. Like, from a power perspective, there's no one close to fight. I know. I'm talking about all around, though. I think Dom probably hasn't beat by a little bit. Darrell's in amazing shape, too. Darrell would be the person I'd say is in the best shape. shape. That's why I think he's going to win a lot of challenges. (laughs) Dude, like, I I think, I forget where I had him in my male competitor's rankings, but I think you could consider him, like, the second most well-rounded competitor. He's amazing, Darrell. I would love for him to win it, and then he and Johnny Bananas go head-to-head next season. I think that would be fun. It, that would be fun. I, yeah. Dude, like, if Darrell's, like, if you could pick anybody from the challenge, like, like if you're going into, like, a CD situation and you need someone to have your back, like, where's Darrell on those power rankings? He would be number one with CT number two. Because yeah, Darrell is a be legit up. boxer. Like, he is a yeah, legit dude. boxer in great shape. And CT's just, he has the ability to be extremely mean and would fight dirty. So I want those two on my team. <laughs> yeah, I probably would pick Darrell. Turbo's up there, too, because just who knows with Turbo. Yeah, but Turbo could also decide to go do ninja kicks on the side and not even fight. So oh, no. Turbo would have to <laughs> me, Tur- You think there's somebody that's loyal as Turbo? That's fair. All right, Devin, with Nam out, who you got? Or Nam or Kyle. Sorry. Take Kyle. Yeah, I was thinking about the Kyle. Fence about. I was like, he didn't even really get that much screen time last season. It was only because of D's edit that occurred that he even got screen time. Well, they just hid the him and Melissa storyline the whole time. And they like he hasn't honestly like what's his storyline outside of Carl and Polly been? Mm. Mm. He was in War of the Worlds 2, I would say. It was the Cara Polly story, but it was also the I can't stand how poorly my team is playing. Yeah, but how much of that? That's like a few confessionals here. And yeah, there. that's but and that's like, it. He got screwed over. Like, oh, he got quote unquote screwed over by Joss and Rogan where he was never like aligned with them. No, but that, I, and that was like a, a story for six minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just doesn't get great stories. 
Not I'm no curious one. what they'll do. I mean, there's no Johnny or Kara or Polly this season. I'm very or Zach or Tony. <laughs> there's like none of his cronies or his enemies. That's why I think he's a man around. without it. He's a man on an island. I think he and CT are probably his only. CT might be his. No, he and Wes are good friends. Okay. And Devin and him are actually decent friends too. Okay, then he might be better off. Well, he might be good with Leroy too, then because they were working together. Him, bananas. Yeah, yeah him and Leroy. Leroy. Are okay, I, I um. So I, I, I take my statement back. It. it seems like Wes has a good relationship with everybody besides Josh and maybe Darrell. I That's, think Wes versus Darrell could be a storyline. I just don't see who Wes is going to go after. Besides. I mean, if I'm Wes, I want Darrell out as soon as possible because Darrell is yeah, the like, number one. Yeah, like who else is going to running a final against? I think Darrell, maybe Nam or somebody else really shows something, but I think Darrell is the only person like off the top. Yeah, of this cast, Darrell would be the one that would be my, if I am playing the game strategically to win, which is the way you should play, Darrell should be the one you circle. You've got to get rid of Darrell. It's harder than just circling him, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's one where you've got to somehow manipulate it where it's Darrell versus CT or something like that. Or Darrell I mean, he versus could just get Bessie. the wrong elimination, but... You've just like, got to um, really work I mean, to get pretty, out. If you go back and watch, he was even decent in puzzles. Like, he's just, he's, he's pretty solid yeah. at everything. I, you just he wonder just, about, like, like, he, like, short range burst is the one thing, maybe. Just short range speed. Yeah, and the thing, too, is, is a lot of people will say, oh, well, he didn't win Invasion, or he didn't make the final, and he didn't do well in Dirty Should 30. Well, let's, invasion? Let, let's talk about this in reality, though. He lost to CT in an elimination that CT has won before. Well, CT also, like, broke that elimination. Yeah. And then, I mean, CT literally played that one flawless that time. It was ridiculous how good he played that. And then the other, in Dirty 30, the wonky purge to start the game screwed him right out of the gate. And then I hated how they, like, I didn't even mind the purge, but everything came down to just how fast you carry stuff. Well, no, no, no. What what was stupid is the people who were coming in last got to pick who got tossed out of the game straight up like that was ridiculous like oh let's not reward the people who win the first round let's reward the people who lose three and then they get to pick who they want to kick out that's just stupid and then he loses to tony by literally a foot falling into the water i mean you cannot judge Darrell based on dirty 30 so the people that make that argument on reddit i'm sorry you're wrong <laughs> all right well, all right who are you taking here uh, I'm probably going to take someone that I really don't want to take. Well, that's all that's <laughs> left. <laughs> and I, I don't want to be like invested in this person's success. All right, I'm 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 calling this storyline for the first episode right now. So this is going to be the storyline for the first episode. It's going to come down to Jay and Teresa versus Leo and Gabby being thrown into elimination. And no one's going to want to... Uh, Excuse me. And the only reason that Jay and Teresa don't get thrown in is because Teresa has some loose connections from half a decade ago and they're going to cut Jay a break because they they threw him in last time. So it's going to be Leo and Gabby going in first. I was going to say it's going to be Mitchie and Liz. Teresa more connected than you give them credit for. Teresa and Wes. Do you think Jay's connected? No. Like Jay's friends with like the young Dude, come on. Yeah, now the I'm sure some survivor connection. Jay having Teresa as a partner is his saving grace because Wes is not going to throw Teresa in under any. No, what, yeah, I don't. I don't think Wes would do that to Teresa. I'm. I'll kind of. Well, we'll see how the pairs work out. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we know said, who they are, but I'm curious how they get formed. That being said, I still might take him right now. 
I'm between him and Amber. Can't pronounce her last name. Rosada. Borzotra. See, that's one thing that really bothered me this season. Because usually, if we have same first names, I just go by the last names. But there's two Martinez's as well. Josh and. Yeah, Josh and Am- Josh and Amber M. I-, I don't like the Amber M. Amber B. thing. It doesn't look good on the scoring sheet. How did she do on Big Brother? Amber B. Um, she got voted out somewhat early, but she was like the last remaining person of her alliance. So she was like the fighter who was the early boot. Her being Darrell's partner will help her. She's supposedly a decent athlete. Like if you look at look at her uh, Instagram page, she's got a bunch of. Stuff. I just don't want anything to do with Jay. But at the same time, I have all women and two men. You've got Kyle and I mean, Devin are your two men. Like, I think it, it it's it's based yeah, on time. So women are gonna have to go home. It's it. You know what I mean? It, well, it, but there's also if if you were playing in like the full tournament with all the teams, and I would say that's more of an issue. But with only three of us, like you're just trying to beat the other two teams. You don't need to score as highly. I don't have a notification. I, I feel like I already know who the last pick is going to be, too. All right. I am going to go with Jay. Oh, dang. I was about to run to the table with his name. <laughs> I, I'm stunned you took him. I know. I, you just, you always experience Terrible, uh, dude. He's terrible. I, I don't think he's... I think calling him terrible... What do you mean, dude? Point. He got thrown in repeatedly last season because everyone thought he was weak. Yeah, and he won two eliminations, and then he... Against... Uh, the one worst was complete on the luck. One was complete luck, and one was against... <laughs> Karamo, uh, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> uh, Asaf. I think he's got some tricks. <laughs> but Karamo is also an acceptable joke. <laughs> I think was he's got this? some tricks up his sleeve. I, I think Jay? Jay's good. Nah, dude. Well, let's make a bet. This is our first bet of the season. What, what do you want to bet on this right now? Well, I don't, I don't know. I have to think. I have to think about what we're betting on. But what do we even be betting? Top half of the season or bottom half of the season? I think that's a little bit too far. So you don't even think he's gonna. You just said you think he's good and he's not gonna make it to the second yeah, half of the season. Yeah, because people get eliminated early all the time. Oh my god! I think yeah, but I would, Jordan didn't make the top half of last season. I would. Yeah, I would. A good metric. If, I would if, legitimately if good, bet. Hold on. Hold on. On average, if they're good, they're going to make it to the second half of the season. I don't even know how true that is. I think good players yeah, get eliminated think... early all the time. Yeah, I know, but if they're actually good, they're going to make it to the end of the season at some point. Otherwise, they're not good. No, see, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think good oh, is based on how dude. If you're never... Josh has made the top half of the season all three of his seasons. Yeah, and so he's good at something, right? He's obviously good at making alliances. Not necessarily. I mean, if there's red schools, people want to go into eliminations. Like, they, they yeah, but people then, will go and maybe they lose. Like, I, I don't. I think how that's one season out is there's actually a funnel where the good players either go out at the beginning or the end, and then in the middle is where like the bad players go out, or they just lose the final. You're killing me, dude. <laughs> I think if you look at like look at historical you data, you, you think he's good, and you don't even think he's going to make it to the second half of the season. But like, I I didn't think Jordan was going to make it to the second, the top half of last season. I thought he was good. 
Yeah, I know. And I'm saying, on average, if they're good, they're going to make it there. I just, yeah. I just don't even know how good. much that bears out. I think, like, it's I so think he's true. good, but I also think so he's if a he, target right, because on. people don't want him in a final. So think, if Jay is in 10 seasons, you don't think he's ever going to make it to the second half of the season? I, I never said I don't think he's ever going to make it to the second half. On I would take the. I would actually average, take the bet that he does make the second half this year. With higher win potential than the average mid-range boot. So you think you think a mid-range boot is a good player? Well, I think he has a significantly higher win percentage than the average mid-range boot was. Nah, dude. See, I would actually take the bet and say Jay's going to make the second half of the season. Dude, I, I would think about making that bet, but I don't think I don't think that's a reliable metric actually for the challenge. I I think especially when you have people like Wes on the season that are going to be a little bit more aggressive politically. That you'll see good players go out early, rarely. But he doesn't. Often. So he's not gonna. He's not gonna go out early because West doesn't think he's a good player. I don't know. Well, like, no, he's, he's not gonna do that because Teresa is his partner. Threat, then, okay, but like if he, but like if they're individual eliminations, like he can just get rid of Jay and not bother Teresa. But would he really risk losing his friend Teresa though? That's the but thing. Saying, like like you're throwing if, them if, both like, into elimination. A, like okay, but what if, like what if CT becomes available? And then by West eliminating Jay, Teresa gets to be paired with CT. Or well, then, well, then the way that he would have to do it is say, okay, uh, Fessy and Anissa, or I don't know. Um, well, I'm just could... saying, I, I don't think that's that's as much of a thing. I think that I mean, would help them a little bit in the beginning. But is... I think that there's definitely a chance that some people want to get their partners eliminated. There is a good chance Rob, of that. Rob, this is as bad as your Defonte Freeman take. <laughs> I, I don't see why... I don't even to bring that one up on air. But uh, secondarily, I just don't think. I just don't literally, think literally, you're, you're, trying, the... you're trying to tell me Devontae Freeman is good last year, and I literally <laughs> looked something up that said Devontae Freeman had the worst wins above replacement for really any running back in the NFL. Running backs. Like, we, we can't oh even get into that. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, my God. We can't talk about Kick this. Off we'll call go for hours. Kick we'll talk about this after, after, after airing. Oh, Kick my gosh. Who's up? Uh, like, if you look it's at Rob. the running back rankings, oh, they Rob, do not pick. correlate at all with, pick, like, pick. how you watch players play. Take your pick. <laughs> we'll talk about that offer. We just can't talk about that here. We'll go for too long, and the majority of the audience has no stake in that topic whatsoever. Yep. All right, Rob, what of this, uh, this bottom half of the cast do you pick? Man, I really wanted Jay. I didn't think Devin would take him. I was going to take him if neither of you did this round, so. Uh, I probably would have taken him over Nam. I just knew he was going to take Nam, and I thought there was a chance he I'll trade you him. right now. I'll, tr- I'll trade you Jay for no, Nam. No, I'll, I'll stick you with see, You just said you'd rather have Jay over Nam. You don't want him? No, I said I would think about wanting Jay over Nam. No, that's not what he said. Play the tape back. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, but, like, I would think, I would, I was really thinking about Jay over I'll, I'll stick with you. I picked, though. I, I trust my drafting. That, that trade will be out there until the season starts. Okay. <laughs> Not for Jay. Can I, can I get another throw in? Can I get like um? Who do you want? We trade. No, no, no. Let's listen to this. I want. Let's see. If you give me your ninth round pick for my tenth round pick, so I pick twice in the ninth, and you pick twice in the tenth, then we have a deal. Let me look at who's on the board right now. You pick twice. So for let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Who do we got here? I mean, are you like do you uh, because any of these people? I think I might be missing some people. How many people do you have available left? I have one, two, three, four people left. And how many picks do we have? What are you looking on the Google thing? I Dude, have right you now? only have two picks left, Devin. I know, but we have how many people do we have left to pick in the There's draft? Eight left one? on the board. 
And there's yeah, eight and draft I, slots left. No, I'm missing people then. Who am I missing? Look on, the, look on, look the on our screen app, share. It's literally the screen, like, share. the screen share literally is up to date. Yeah, I'm missing people. So what on the I took this straight from the cast list that you had. Well, but I know, but I, there, if you look on your computer right now, Devin, there's a draft board. Yeah, I can see that. All right, who's going on here? Who the hell is Joseph? That's what I was going to ask. After Rob made his pick, if he didn't pick Joseph, I was going to ask for some background on a couple people. He's from America's Got Talent. Oh, God, then I want to stay far the hell away from him. <laughs> so, just Alan just so, in other words, I'm going to get stuck with him. <laughs> do you want Joseph or do you want Big... Man, they're the ones that are going in first. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, Who wants a free Red Skull? Who wants it? <laughs> Joseph and Big T. No, I'm going to stand pat. After... You're not really, you have that much of a take on these last round competitors? Yeah. Wow. All right, I'm, I'll see where he goes. Um... I'll take Amber B then. All right. All right. So here's where I need some background then. So Joseph is America's Got Talent, which means stay away, um, which means I'm going to get stuck with him. So I'm just going to embrace that, I guess, here once it comes back to me. Um, who is Amber M? That she's from Are You the One? Okay. That's interesting. So she's a new Are You the One cast member on the challenge. Yes. Uh, Let's see. What Actually, season was she a part of? Um, I think it was six. That should be on a cast tab. If you would okay, hold on. I'm sorry for all the people that are bored by this. I, I just, I need to know who she She's is. She's from season eight. Excuse me. Okay, so season eight. I want to see who was the rest of that cast because that will, that will help. There, there's nobody else from that cast that's on this season. Okay, so she's probably. I just don't know. I mean, the only really you... thing of relevance with those newer people is that um, Gabby was on shipwrecked with Big T, so there is yeah. some connection there. Yeah, well, and then she's a useless political ally. Then, um, all right, Big T is... had some equity. Well, I think he hung around last season. She did because she was funny. Um, Mechi, who is he again? He's from X on the Beach. Okay, and then Liv is from. Liv. I'm sorry, Liv is Liv is the one from Shipwrecked. I'm sorry. And then, okay. Yeah, Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, Gabby uh, is from Love Island. I apologize. Ugh. Yeah. All right. I did not. I was going to try to avoid this person like the plague, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to take Leo. I, I don't think. I think out of these. Uh, well, I he thing. was uh, fired by WWE for behavior problems. Was that? Gives oh, me that's a good. Hope. That's a good omen. That gives me some hope that maybe he'll get some screen time and really? pop off. Yeah, he he had a lot of backstage issues and was oh, popping off on social that. media, oh, and then they price, they then. fired him. So good. If you go uh, online and search for Leo and leaving WWE, it was pretty crazy. His reputation was not. Well, wasn't he like a kind of all around with different wrestling departments? Well, no. It, well, he started off as a cruiserweight wrestler, but was made a manager and then made a big public stink about not wanting to be a manager anymore. And he quit the main roster and they picked him back up in NXT to wrestle. And then he got fired after that. So hmm. he's very I don't I don't know the guy personally, but just from the public appearance, he's a little off and feuds with his employer in public, which is never a smart idea. So, I mean, just from 
that I'm hoping he's at least dramatic when he gets picked to go in, probably in the first or second episode. Um, <laughs> let's see here. here and then, actually, you know what? Let me see. I actually might make a deal with you here, Trace. I'll swap Amber B for Leo. No. If no, no, you don't want Amber B. No, I don't. I'll, uh, who would you want? Who do you want from me for Amber B? Uh, from you. I would want you want to do a pick swap. Well, but what do we put like? We'll pick swap my ninth for your tenth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fine. I'll do that if you give me Jay. Nah. <laughs> well, who are you also gonna give me here, Tevin? Yeah. Well, maybe you should make that trade after I pick my next person, and then it's back to Rob. So, um, just because you really don't want Amber B. I really don't. I'm gonna take. <laughs> What would you want? I mean, the only other person that I would maybe swap for, you're not going to swap for. So the only other person you, you that high on Neo Rush, you said you didn't want to take. Yeah, I mean, uh, of your bunch, the only one that I would, I mean, the one that I would ask for is probably Nelson, and you're not going to give up Nelson. Okay, I'm swap. I would trace. I would be. We would be swapping like my, your ninth pick for my tenth. This exactly, is which vote. is why it's just like I'll just stick with Leo and take what I get because these people down here you aren't going to score much anyway. <sighs> Who's his partner? Nam is partnered with. Partnered with Lolo Nam, you wouldn't you wouldn't swap that for your ninth and tenth. You were very low on Leo. No, I'm gonna hang on. I I'm just gonna take the hope well, well, that actually, his guys, drama. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We have it says recording is about to start. No, it's still recording. Are you we're sure? good. Yes, I'm positive. We've we're never good. done that Oh my god! If no, we've got it. I've got it. It's recording. I've got the icon. That it says, says it's good. recording. In the uh, yeah, so I'm gonna keep Leo, I'm just gonna stick with it. We're not, we're not doing Nom for Leo here, Trace. No, I'm just gonna take, I think Nom is gonna be boring from a drama standpoint, and Leo, his three episodes might be a blaze of fire, so I'm just gonna stick with it. Um, yeah, and then be, because she's funny and gets screen time with her confessionals, I'll take my namesake, Big T. <laughs> here we go, that's what I, I at least know what I'm getting with her, whereas with the rest of these people on the board, I mean. I'm going to get stuck with Joseph, so, you know. Might as well get the stack. Yeah, might as well. I feel really good about everybody in rounds one through uh, six that I have, so if I've got to take a couple bottom feeders, it is what it is. Should we just give him Joseph Allen now? <laughs> I, I, take him. I was not planning on picking him. Were you just, planning on picking him? Just give him Joseph just Allen. Just give me Joseph, because <laughs> he's the worst person on the board. So Trace is... Trace's draft is done. Bumped up from the men too. He wasn't the dead men. I just think he'll generate a little bit more traffic than these other bottom feeder guys. Who? <laughs> Joseph. All right, Rob. You've I mean, got... being paired with a non-rookie does help. Um, I'll take Amber M. Oh, good okay. Pick. I like that pick. Yeah. And so we didn't is. Michi Harris still available? He is still available. Why the hell did this guy fall to me? This guy looks like he has some potential. Yeah, but like every guy in the show has some potential. Yeah, I just don't think he's got any political connections. What what about about Joseph Allen? (laughs) 
I think he has. I think he, he's at least got some size. Like he's he's smiling in all of his pictures too. So he seems like he's here for a good time. Michi Harris looks like he's got some size, doesn't he? Do you think he's bigger than Joseph? I don't know. I haven't looked at him that closely. Michi Harris looks like he's kind of big. Take hey, Michi Harris then. You could do some more men on your roster too. Very female head. Uh, I'm definitely taking Michi Harris. Let's look up Michi Harris height. Michi Harris off the board. Pick is locked in. Um, I'm not gonna lie. That was but like out of the people left, that was the one who I wanted the least. So, Michi Harris. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excluding Joseph Allen, though, right? Excluding Joseph Allen, yes. I, I prefer living Gabby over the. the what about the dude? Gabby Allen? Looks like she's gonna be out quick. Really? Why? Yeah. She looks like she's the typical like first or second boot for the women, who's just cannon fodder. She doesn't look like she's athletic at all. Dude, she's got all these workout buddy. What are you talking about here, Devin? You looking up the right Gabby Allen? Yeah. Are you looking up some like person? She's like, five two. She's five two. That's what I think. I looked that yeah, up. A lot of people. Are, Cara's short too. She does not look like she's in shape. Oh my gosh, we might be thinking about the wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong Gabby Allen here. Blonde hair. Yeah, blonde like, hair exactly. Dude, she doesn't. Look, I mean, like, so let's let's me, put it like this. Give she's me Gabby Allen. Then you take Liv Jawando, Big T's friend. She, she looks like she's she, she's in shape. She's not in shape to be good at the challenge. That, that's what I mean. Sure. She looks like she take, does. Take then, Devin, if you're all, all she looks like she does a lot of yoga. Gabby. Give me Gabby. She does, she does a lot of yoga. She she meditates and uh, is really into crystals. That that's kind of what I'm thinking is going on here. All right, then you can have you can take Liv Jawando. I'll take Gabby, and then we'll give what if I, Grace, uh, what uh, if I Joseph take, to go with Big T. What if I take Gabby Allen? Will you give me uh, Nom for what? Gabby Allen. No, I'm not trading straight up. I mean, I would have taken Gabby Allen in the seventh if I really wanted Gabby Allen. It's true. I'll give you Michi Harris and Gabby Allen. I have no I interest in Michi, Michi Harris. Yeah. You're the one who's big on Michi Harris. You have Michi Harris. Why don't you want Michi Harris? I just, I think out of these guys, I think um, I can see, I actually see him being funneling out, being funneled out on the guy side more so than you would see with Gabby. Who do you think is going to go further in the game? Michi Harris or Jay? I would take Jay over Michi Harris. We can make that bet if you want. I'll yeah, I could, I could almost kind of be down for that bet, to be honest. All right, I'll take that bet. I think that's, I think that's close, though. You know what I mean? I think, that's, like, I think they're in the same range. And so I'll, I don't know I'll, take Jay over, I'll take Jay versus Michi Harris straight up. I will happily take that bet. I don't think that gets to the t- true spirit of what, we're, what each, of us, each of our beliefs so are you sure well i i don't my well the thing is my beliefs in jay is not tied to where he like ranks on a season i think he has decent win potential and he scores a lot of points what is your belief separate from where he finishes you you think he has you you think he what what about you i say that again well i don't my belief in jay isn't tied to like where he finishes i actually think i just don't really see who wes is targeting this season so i think he could target jay that's part of my um Reticent no. having Jay high up on the placing. I I just think like, cause like Jay, you can see winning a final. Jay's built like he, he's got like a rock climbing background. Wow, that's a hot what? take, dude. Oh my god, dude. If he's, he's a bear. Pirate. I think he could beat some of these people in a final. You think Jay versus straight, CT straight up in a final? Who would you pick? No way, dude. Anything, <laughs> anything, anything physical. He's toast, dude. 
He's going to get well, but like finals come down, don't off come with down to just straight up power. Yeah, but he has to get there. But could he jump well, high know, enough to reach the bell in the I snow? I don't believe in his ability to get there, Devin. I think you guys mis- are misinterpreting what I'm saying. Well, you um, just, I don't, that's what I don't believe. A five I don't to win a final. To get there. I believe if he's there, he could win. But I don't believe in his ability to get there. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, like, if he's there, Devin, who would you take? Him or, him or like, I don't know, average male competitor? You got to give me a name. Uh, Who's like mid range male competitor? Him or Corey? Corey. In a fight, uh, really? I'd probably take Jay. Or hit him or Kyle? Kyle. Kyle. No, dude, I would wait take Jay over Kyle. The only people that I would take Jay over in a final heads up, maybe Devin. Yeah, De- what about him or Devin for Devin? So if he's in the final, like. His skill set is definitely more suited toward winning a see, final. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I think okay. that's, that's also right. why I'm worried about him getting there. Is that well, he has, people can just like, make no the excuse, oh, he's, a, he's built like for a final and then put him in. He's not getting there. Like he's. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't want to make a placing bet with you. Okay. I don't believe in his ability to get there. That's my issue with Jay. Okay, that I didn't. I didn't think that's what you said to begin with. At yeah, all. see, that's what I meant. And that's why. Okay, I'm that makes a little. More I don't sense. believe in his ability to get there. I think okay. he's too like, small. I, and he's too easy of an elimination target. Yeah, I think so if I, he finds a way to get there, then he's actually in a decent spot. I thought the initial premise was that he's good. And I am vehemently against that. If we're talking about whether or not he's built to compete in a final, yeah. Like, I definitely think his his skill set is more suited towards a final than it is. I, I the- even think, like, in missions. Because, like, missions usually aren't power. Like, to just have a unique skill set helps a lot in missions. So I think even in missions, he's good. I just think in, a lot, in any of these power eliminations, he's just too small. Yeah, because uh, I don't think there's a single member of this cast he's beating in Hall Brawl. None. Except Joseph. Um, <laughs> Joseph. I, I, well, like, what about... I don't know. Like, okay, Josh. That much bigger he could beat Big T. Yeah, but Devin... Okay. Is Devin that much bigger than him? They're about the same size. Actually, I think he's just a better. Devin athlete. is just. He's in, actually in really good shape. Devin, I think, Jay. is actually has more muscle. I think, but Jay him. would be quicker. Unless I, I Jay, think he, I think he could beat Devin. Unless Jay has like changed his what kind of shape he's in. He's he's like a sleight of build guy. Oh, I just realized I flipped Corey and uh, Tory deal around on the partnership. The success. Uh, so I'm taking Liv Jawando. Rob is taking Gabby. I will be taking Gabby. And Liv Jawando for to the purple team. Gabby for the winning circle. And Joseph Allen goes to Big T's team. Oh. I mean, looking at these teams after the draft. So I know we're gonna run them down here, but just like first glance, Rob's got the best team again. There we go. All right, that's what I. The only thing is, is his bottom three are, they're either going to work out well or they're not, but his top seven picks are all going to be solid. I certainly like my team the best, but that's why I drafted those players. <laughs> I'm, I'm very disappointed about not getting Jay. Uh, yeah, just from, my from top the six Let's I'm all in on, but my bottom four, I'm just not feeling most of that. Jay just also finds a way to get screen time too, which is why I think he's a good fantasy player. Like even on Survivor, he he was pretty he was a, he was very frequently on screen. Give me Nelson for Jay. 
No, I would have taken Jay ahead of Nelson if I liked him more than Nelson. Nelson also finds a way to get on screen. Frequently. What about Fessy? No, I'm not giving you Fessy for Jay. <laughs> I made a my fourth rounder Jay, or an eighth rounder. Yeah. If, unless you want to. And even then, I, I like all my bottom range players better than your bottom range players. So, no, I'm not, I'm not making a deal for Jay. Teresa. No, I, I like Teresa better than Jay as well. Why well, I picked her ahead of Jay. <laughs> All right, so let's run oh, these if down. If you want to take one of my, if you want to take Amber B or Amber M or Gabby for Jay, then you can have one of them for Jay. Uh, All right. Now nah, you've got the better deal on that, Devin. All right, so uh, we'll start with my team. So I have Darrell, Nani, CT, Smashley, Josh, Corey, Anissa, Leo, Big T, and Joseph. Uh, Rob went Wes, Leroy, Cam, Teresa, Fessy, Nelson, Nam, Amber B, Amber M, and Gabby. And Devin got Lolo, Casey, Nicole Z, Natalie, uh, Devin, Tori, Kyle, Jay, Mechie, and Liv. I'm the only person on this seat that does not have a namesake. I feel like... I don't know. I definitely don't mentally calibrate enough for how they do outside of competition just because i've never played i think i think fantasy season it it usually naturally follows more so than uh, i don't know you just said that fessy finished 15th out of 30 people no but your last season was just very weird but he was i don't i don't even think it was that weird even that represented like last season the good players weren't even winning that many missions because they were so oddly structured yeah. Well, Fessy's problem was is he was just literally invisible most of the season. Like he got a little he's, screen he's time towards the end. Too, so maybe he'll be mixing it up a little bit more. Maybe. I mean, other than talking to Nani a couple times, I just don't remember him doing much until the end of the season when he went in. Like I just it just it's like okay. Because like so like because like out of previous season previous seasons that I've done, World of the Worlds one would definitely be the format correlation that would correlate most with this, and that season like. There was much more of a correlation between competition and how the person finished. Yeah. Like, there were a few outliers, like Georgia and Bear were both really high. And Georgia actually did pretty well in the missions, too. Yeah. I, um, I think that looking at the draft board here of how we all did, I think the ironically enough, I, I'm surprised more by Devin picking Casey in the second round with the fourth overall pick than any other pick that I happened. I just think you didn't have to take her that early. I don't think either of us were taking her. I wasn't going to take her. I was going to leave Casey for you for a while. I think she's, I, I think that's before I calibrated to everything out of competition. For me, even as a competitor, I don't value Dude, her. Dude, she's making it to the final. Woman. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I just, I don't think that's, like, how much of a win potential do you give her? To win? I, it doesn't, it, I don't know. It, it depends. Like, I mean, like, I, it, a decent amount, she, but she's, I think she's going to make it to the final. Um, and that's a decent amount of enough points right there, right? Because yeah, that I is a decent it, amount of points. And you're also just on the whole season. Yeah, because, I mean, because Johnny I, Bananas was my number one pick last year, and he won the season, and he had the most points when it was all said and done, but the rest of my team turned out to be garbage. And oh, I did also, that because, uh, Trey, so you know, I texted Devin, don't take Big T, as we were, like, partway through the draft. Uh-huh. <laughs> I figured I that. Went, I also wanted to go Casey there because I went high risk with Lolo with my first pick you see but I actually love that pick just because of how many points you get for getting kicked off the show and (laughs) I would not be shocked at all if she gets just is drama 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 the whole season but then like I don't know I'm gonna call it 
uh, episode, if, if you were to ask me who on this cast is most likely to get kicked off, I would pick Lolo. And it's not even, there's no one even close to her on that screen of possibly getting kicked off. I'll, I'll, I also uh, just... I'm going to send you guys now too on the text. So these were the prices that I had um, initially. I also just picked someone purely off reputation that I've literally, I don't know if I've ever heard her say more than three words on television before. Who's that? Yeah. You didn't watch Rob, Chance versus Pro Season? You, Chance versus Pro Rob, you expect good. me to read this? What is this? Is this hieroglyphics? Is that bad? <laughs> Rob just sent me. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Trace this like live live image that's oriented <laughs> vertically when it should be horizontal of chicken scratch and. <laughs> Highlighter colors. Oh, please. You can rotate it on your phone and then you can uh, zoom in. It's not that bad. All right. Smashly, that's a high price. Wes and CT are accurately priced. I'm honestly surprised you didn't put Darrell up in the same level. I mean, he's pretty close. He is the next closest. Well, I give well, you that. One thing you have to remember to Trace, and um, this goes for like all the people out there, the number one objective with pricing is just curb ownership. And I think Darrell will be very heavily owned, but like Wes and CT are. Like, They're going to be number CT, one. Johnny in Cara, them. Like, those, those people are always going to be super significantly owned. You put Smashley's, Smashley's up there. Smashley's a good fantasy player, man. Yeah, especially in her Who, earlier seasons she where she last would year. just go postal. I mean, she had the most points ever recorded in an episode last season. I know, but where'd she finish overall? She finished. Oh, Lord, my God, Devin, you make me stick to all these numbers. She finished wow. 22nd. Whew. She was also like gone pretty early, though. Yeah, she's ahead of the people who gone who were on very early. What are the numbers at the bottom? What do you mean? Like, who is the worst? Uh, no, Jim, you, have, you have some, you have some numbers. You have some numbers in orange for some people. Oh, in he's orange. looking at the board. Sorry, I was looking at what's on our screen. Like Jen from Amazing Race was like the worst, and Asif was right above her. <laughs> what's that? What do you uh, what's in orange? You have some names in orange, but then you have the same names ranked in. Uh, oh, that was just me like writing out teams like as examples to make sure the pricing like made sense. Okay. Who's the last? Man, is that Jonathan Allen? <laughs> no, no, that's that's their alternate male and alternate female. I have those oh, okay. just in case new other people come in. Uh, we didn't take the alternates. Well, um, we don't even know that there are that alternates. Only, that was just uh, if we had a fourth person, that would have had to be alternates then. Oh. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to get alternates this year. Well, we'll see. I mean, I would assume they flowed some out to location, especially with COVID. Well, I heard they did fly extras out for that, but. It, it was I never got confirmation on who they were. I had a yeah, strong that is, usually you do hear about who the alternates are this time. Like, it even was, last season, we knew Devin and one another amazing grace person were alternates. But we, yes, uh, we did. They were not and even used this year. But, but also like, like Jenny and Mark Jansen were flown to location, weren't they? They just flew back before filming started. I don't know. I never got any confirmation on anything. I heard a couple rumors, it, but it I never really got confirmation. We don't have Jenny on this season. It's not, not yeah. even at all from a character or storyline thing. I just really wanted to see her compete with these other women. All right. Let's do some quick e- listener emails. Yeah, I have, I have some messages as well. All right. So first one, Paul Shaler. 
says to me, so I get what you guys, or he said, listening to Gauntlet 3 pod. So I get what you guys are saying about the U.S. team being great, but I think you need to judge the teams by what they have at the end. Politics has to okay to, I think you meant to say, to be a part of, to be, to okay a part, and Team U.S. literally destroyed themselves. Laurel, Johnny West, Jordan Torrey, and Turbo all gone. The team for rid of his best competitors, I think you meant to say threw in his best competitors and then failed. You want Johnny and Jordan in a final period. So for me, I can't put them above Gauntlet 2 rookies or the Ruins champs teams. The um, Ruins team oh, had okay. huge egos and, yeah, got rid of Wes, but still got shit done. Sexes 2 men have to be up there as well. Miz, Abram, Derek, Mark Long, Eric, Nyes, Dan Setzler... Theo Vaughn and Theo Vaughn. Yeah. I think you guys are focusing too much on the US team on paper from World War II, <laughs> War of the Worlds too. It's like that team that just went big on the off season but then fails. Going in their roster was deep and deep all caps and great, but then they ducked it all up and lost despite having the final in their favor. Ultimately, they failed and destroyed. We're almost at the end and destroyed their own team. And you can't tell me you'd pick the finalists from US over the finalists from Champs or Rookies Gauntlet Two. Keep up the good work. Sorry, I got behind! Exclamation mark. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, see, we're, the, we're glad you're catching back. That is that on War of the Worlds Two, it was the opposing team who was making some of those decisions to throw those people in. And on those other seasons, a lot of times it's their own team. So obviously, the own team's not going to throw in their best players in like a most politically standard seasons. Well, I actually see his point, and I never considered it this way. He's kind of right. Like, on paper, at the beginning of the season, you would say World of Worlds 2 is definitely the best team of all time. They're stacked. They're this, they're that. But in execution, they got rid of Wes. Then they voted out Johnny. Then they put Laurel in, and they did that to their own team. Well, like, they didn't didn't have to. The UK team put Laurel in, which in other seasons, the other team didn't have the capability to do. Okay, see, I I forgot that Laurel was put in by the other team. So um, I can see that, and I would actually agree with him if you actually say, okay, the teams that made the final, can you argue that it was the best team of all time? And I would agree with him. It's like, no, like, Smashley is good. Um, Kara is good. Polly is good. Leroy is good. Cam is good and Zach is good, but for whatever reason, they just didn't work well together in a final. Um, I think so much that's how the final was structured. I, I get where you're coming from, too, just looking at the finalists. And then also, like, the amount of people who make the final is a huge determiner of that. Like, the Inferno 2 good guys team looks a lot better based on who, based on like being able to chop so many people off before the final, whereas yeah. with the World of the Worlds 2 team. Part of the reason they didn't chop as many people off is because they won so freaking much. Yeah, and, but see, but then I would also counteract his argument, arguing that the rookie team for Gauntlet Two was, you know, better than World of Worlds Two because we don't really know because of how janky that final yeah, was. Yeah, that final. So to me, you kind of have to throw that out. Like, you really can't tell me, like, if we're going to use his criteria, Gauntlet Two doesn't work for me because of the fact that it was like an eating running competition, right? Like that's what it was. Yeah, just eating. Yeah, that you can't. That that just doesn't fly for me, and so I think the one that he probably has the strongest so argument on, though. yeah, I mean, I, in terms it's of also the, like the U.S. the team that the U.S. is going up against is a lot better than the team that those other teams are going up against. 
like significantly? Well, I wouldn't, I, you know, I actually might push back a little further on that then, because if you go back to Gauntlet 2, you had Mark Long, you had Timmy, you had uh, Durrell, right? No, Durrell wasn't that, on Gauntlet no, no, 2. On that, no, 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 he's not. I guess that Gauntlet 2 veterans team is still pretty solid. They're still stacked. The, the challengers team for the ruins, like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, that's pretty terrible. But I, you could make the argument that Evan, Kenny, Johnny, and Susie are an amazing final team. I mean, I don't know and about Derek. that. Yeah, and Derek. Um, oh, I forgot I mean, Derek Evan was there. He was like wallpaper that, that season. Like, Susie's not that great in finals. I think that's a solid finals team. But like so many of these finals, were just how it's structured. Like that final in World of Worlds 2 was so much favored just having a smaller team. Yeah. And it favored just having like a higher percentage of male competitors on your team. Yeah, it's tough to compare the War of the Worlds 2 team because there were players on the original team that were still on the season at the end of the season, but switched teams. And so that wasn't even a capability. That's true. because Jordan and Tori technically were from Team US. So it's just difficult to do with the format. Constituent of the format. Yeah. All right. Either way, solid uh, email, solid points. Appreciate that. I would, I would still. It's just one of those things where it's depending on. It depends more so on how you're determining your criteria versus like how you actually evaluate the teams themselves. I, I, I still think that they're the most talented team. And then if, because like I, I just don't think it's fair to judge them based on the format they were put in versus who was on the team. The next one up is from Ben. I'm not sure. And this one's titled, I Agree with Rob. So I thought... Here we go. That's <laughs> here. He would enjoy this one. We should almost have him read this. But Ben says, I'm not sure I would have it as high as Rob did, but the elimination between Ashley and Hunter on War of the Worlds was awesome. And so I think this is from our conversation about the top eliminations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, well, you guys and Logan were just digging me the entire time. Going back, going back to the email, quote, imagine Sarah coming back this season after Rivals 3, calling Bananas into elimination and then beating him. I haven't rewatched it since, but I remember being so jacked up when I watched it live. Also, Logan laughing at how high Rob put that one and then putting the elimination between Pauly, Natalie, and Kyle Brad at number two was kind of ridiculous. That was kind of him. He didn't... He, he misunderstood the format. Yeah. So we, well, he, he yeah, was pulling it off of his head, him. and he also just didn't really want to talk about that one. Yeah, he pushed him because he wanted to talk about it. And that is an interesting elimination. It is. Go back and watch it. Um, but I, I think you guys need to go back and rewatch the Hunter, Hunter Georgia versus Chase Matt. It is me, incredibly me, well done. From a let me read the rest of the email real quick. I more like agreeing one. with me. Fantastic. I liked that one because of the underdog element, but it's not even. He's he's talking about the eliminations from Paulie, Natalie, Kyle, Brad. I like yeah. that one because of the underdog element, but it's not even really in the same league and we barely even knew Polly and Natalie at the time unrelated, but I was watching fresh meat too. And there's a hilarious moment in the second episode between Wes, Evelyn and Danny, where Danny is trying to convince Wes of they should throw in CJ, but Evelyn is telling them that he that's dumb because CJ will vote with them. Evelyn leaves and Danny goes to Wes I know she makes a lot of, quote, I know she makes a lot of good points, but dot, 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 end quote. And Wes gets him off and so to dismissively says, quote, no, she doesn't make a lot of good points. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. Dude, the, the, da- the Wes, Evelyn, Danny, like, alliance, Dynamic. just Danny, Danny overvaluing his contributions constantly is fantastic. 
Yeah, I can't wait for us to talk about Fresh Meat too because I loved, loved, loved that season on my recent rewatch. Like I had forgotten how good that season is, and it's one of those that like flies under the radar in terms of good seasons. I'm I'm legit like uh, like this. We're gonna be like 35, but like I'm still counting. Well, I'm gonna be like 35. I was gonna say I'll be like 50, so don't even. Um. I'm still counting down the days till we do World of Worlds one, and we can do, just for that one elimination. I mean, the whole season I think is fantastic, but I, I really think that's and I, but just for, even from like obviously the story of the elimination is very good, and how it plays out is good. But I just think from a production perspective, they absolutely nailed that elimination, and we need the original cut too because the uh, the newer cut they released after music rights were changed around is not as good. That sucks. Uh, okay. Um, what's the I next one? That, I was or, thinking sorry. at some point. We should do a like a re-ranking of our favorite seasons up until so if we did it now it'd be through the island, right? Now that we've rewatched how many how oh, many seasons have we done so far? Yeah, uh, we've, we've done, done eleven season seasons. five through what now? Through sixteen. So we've I done sixteen. Eleven seasons. And I thought that would be just interesting to see if there were any major shifts in yeah, or no, overall thinking about how we feel um, about I'm thinking about um, what would be a good point to do it now, or should we stop like a later point? I just think now with season 36 coming up. Yeah, I was about to say, we have an announcement about season 36 coming, so let's wait on that. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, okay. We got more emails, or should I read mine? Uh, I don't know if we, I'll give a shout out to Leon, who sent us some links to watch some content. I'll leave it at that, that we shared with some other people who were, were looking for it. So thank you, Leon, and thank you for listening. Um, that. Okay. Rob, go ahead. Oh, before okay. Rob reads his, I'm also going to thank the listener who let us know that the mouse clicking was an issue. Uh, that's on me. Sorry. When we're doing the uh, the regular Chronicles episodes, I'm usually having the show on in the background on another machine. So apparently my microphone up my mouse click so thank you for pointing that out that uh we're gonna i'm gonna do my best to make sure that doesn't happen again so thank you for pointing it out yeah that was from from kellen so thank you kellen okay um somebody sent me a message we already kind of addressed one of these questions i'll read it anyways but we'll go through it um so this is from no quitters pod stat boy who usually messages trace but he decided to throw it my way this time um so he says that gauntlet three in terms of dailies and focus on politics is kind of a turning point in the show and as close to a modern season as they'll get for a season over 10 years old i can see somewhat with the political dynamics but i don't really think there's much competition politically which is where i would push back yeah but i mean there's even rob you don't think there's competition politically now though that's fair (laughs) you know what i mean that is a a good counter Uh, there, there haven't been many like usually it's just one person running the show it's almost like they need to figure out a way to bring the level of politics on the challenge up to the level that it is on survivor while also keeping the physical aspect in play and i don't know how you do that i there there's there I, i would need to think about it more but i think that would increase the overall product well, I think the primary issue you run into on the challenge is usually the two opposing schemers. The one of them will get the other one out pretty early. Correct. Yes. Like, like on War of the Worlds two, like Wes and Johnny and Laurel, they're all out pretty early. So Polly's kind of Polly and Karin and Carol, they're like all working together 
and then the, the other like the alliance they're working against there's nobody there that's you know thinking two steps ahead at all mm-hmm. um like west gets johnny out early on world of worlds one total madness there's not really any any like sort of competition there and like yeah. invasion of the champions like the lavender ladies are up to a lot of stuff but the opposing side isn't really doing much yeah the the competing factions have definitely learned that they need to take their shot early while there are enough chess pieces in play to be able to make a move yeah, uh, like it's like you'll you'll see the the brains of one of one of the sides go down early, which I think is the main issue. Yeah, I would. The other thing to think about. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Never mind. Just keep going. It's <laughs> late. Right. I've had a long ass week. All right. Uh, so we got two. We got two more quick ones here. So number two, he says he agrees with me that Kenny is wildly overrated. He gets exposed <sighs> when he's on a season with competitive players. Non-factor on duel and gauntlet three. Only becomes a top-tier player when he's around a bunch of scrubs on the islands, and he's just like Bananas BFF, and then it was Crickets when Bananas was voted off the season before. Seasons, he's on really favors him of turning the top player. Freshman 2 is also full of scrubs, and would like it would be a mid-tier player on the duel, or even a season like free agents or rivals too. I, of course, agree with this train. I thought, I don't think Kenny's ever really been impressive competitively to me. And I think politically, it's just like a lot of competing against people who aren't really playing the game. I mean, we, we, yeah, but again, who do you think is playing the game? Like, I mean, if, if we're going back to that, or if, well, if I would just think that's but, the I mean, only thing we're basing somebody's ranking off of. That that's like, not a good metric. I think this is, I think this is fake news. Who, who's this guy's name? No quitter stat boy. No quitters, no quitters pod stat boy. Oh, so he had two messages. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I would say. I don't, yeah, I don't. Not, don't we're not on the same page. I just don't like. I think you just say someone's a good politician. That's the crux of their argument for being a good player. He is. That's. No, I'm not going to cut you off. Keep going. Well, I just don't think that's a great metric because there's not like. Like we don't seem to compete that often. Oh, gosh. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's part of his. Well, yeah. So him not being able to compete is part of the skill, right? Because he's such a good politician and he's able to align himself with strong people that he doesn't put him in himself in positions of vulnerability, right? Yep. But then at the same time, he is also an exceptional finals competitor, I would say. Mm-hmm. So if we're using that as um, one aspect of someone's game that we're giving them credit for, I would say that he's also very good at that. And I think as far as the his inability in physical seasons, I, that's a pretty small sample that we're talking about, right? He was yeah. also... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think there are... Physically, there are some things that he's good at and some things that he's not good at. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely don't think – I wouldn't say – would you say that he's a bad physical competitor? I don't, I don't no, think no, so I at all. I definitely, like, I definitely think he's, he's, definitely, a, he's a very good player. I just think having him like in the top three is crazy. Where did we have – I, did I, I think, have – Okay, here's my like thing. Number, you got – all three of you guys had him in the top six, which I, I think is yeah. – I think he just racks up a bunch of wins on seasons where he's on super lopsided teams. But is see, always cast uh, pretty much on seasons with his friends. Gets a very good partner on Fresh Meat, too. Like, I think he's good. Again, I think he's a good competitor. I just don't think he's that level of player. Like, I, I think, need to compare I think, him to Darrell. I think Darrell is such a real quick, player. Real quick, and I think the counter to that is that all of that happened because he put himself – in that position for mm-hmm. that to exist. And I think that's the counter. And I think that those two can go back and forth, but go ahead, Tracy. Yeah, I think the big piece of this, when people say the politics doesn't matter as much, I'm like, yeah, it completely matters because, listen, Kenny knows that he's not going to win every daily challenge. Kenny knows that his way to the final is to manipulate the game to give him the best shot of winning. 
So he aligned himself with the right people. And if you go back and watch Fresh Meat 2, it's easily his best season, even though he doesn't win. He literally was behind the eight ball the whole season until the turning point. And that's what happens when he's not with Evan on his season politically. Right. And he was amazing the way he just laid back and he waited and he didn't, you know, he. It, it when we rewatch Fresh Meat two, well, like, the people follow with us. I think they will have a different opinion because he, was, he had his, he was backed up against the wall against Wes and, not West and somehow politician. got out of it. He's not some miracle politician. He gets backed up against the wall when he doesn't have Evan. Wait, what do you mean? Well, he doesn't have what? his cronies on that season, so he gets backed up against the wall. That's what happens. Yeah, and he got, and he gets out of it. And he makes he it to completely the end. He completely got out of it. By far the best B partner. Nobody else has that well rounded a partnership at all. But he picked her. Like that's the thing. Okay, but he like what? Like that. And like, he didn't I, even have the number one overall pick. Darrell did, yeah, and he but that's, not a, Maria. that's a unique skill set just for that one season. Like you can't say that's a representative for multiple seasons. Well, I okay. This is what I'm saying though. Like Kenny has an eye for talent. He'd be a great challenge GM. But that's yeah. that's a different sort of thing. But from the political side. He always was aligned with the right people, and he well, was able to the, manipulate the votes in his favor so that when he got to a final, he knew that he could win. And that, to me, is part of the chess game. Like, we've talked about this. Like, for so many of these seasons, Evan and Kenny and those guys showed up to play chess, and everybody else is playing checkers and Monopoly. You know, like, they're just not there politically where those guys I mean, are. I think if he and West trade partners, he's out very early on freshman too. Maybe. again? Uh, Mandy. West has got Mandy. All right, last question. Let's go. Um, this one we kind of cover on our island podcast, but uh, he just says that uh, the island is a very top is a top heavy cast at best. The cast is full of non factors, and anytime Dunbar is considered a top tier player on a season, it's a weak season cast. Would we say he's a top tier player on that season, though? I don't think so. He didn't do anything. I Literally, did not top do tier. a single like, thing think, the whole season other than I don't, complain. Well, top tier. I don't. I don't think he's saying that we said that. I think he's just making that as a statement in general. Yeah. I mean, I understand like, that. I know. I don't. I don't take it that a good way. Player, like on that season. I would even say though, on that season, he's in the top half of the cast. That's what. He, that's what he's saying. I think. Yeah, and that's where I kind of disagree with him. There though, is it's like if he's saying that he that Dunbar would be considered the top half of this cast, I would actually say no, on because the on the island, because a you've got Johnny. Kenny, Evelyn, Rachel, Derek, Abram. I mean, that's six people. That's almost half the cast of that season. I mean, that's not really almost half the cast. How many people are on the season? There's only like 20 people on the season. I think he's a top half player. Like, I I think he's just saying if he can, if he's considered a top tier player, which on that season, he was considered a top tier player by the rest of the cast. Which is bizarre to me because it didn't do anything the whole season. That's That's before they knew Dunbar, though. That's his first season. They don't really know Dunbar, and I think that's why they consider him that. Dunbar Dunbar doesn't compete the entire season. No, he is not in a single face-off because Abram gave him a key. I just, what the rest of the cast considers, he's just saying the rest of the cast considers him a top tier. Uh, and like, if I, you look at that, okay, if you look at just the guys, you have um, Abrams ahead of him, Kenny's ahead of him, Derek's ahead of him, Johnny's ahead of him. Who's next? Let me pull uh, it up. Evelyn. Oh, for, for the guys, I'm saying just the men. Well, everybody else on that cast is not. Well, Ryan, I would say, was a better politician than Dunbar was that season. A better player overall? Would you rather have Ryan? Yeah. Okay, that's a great question. Uh, Kahara? 
Kahara, um, yeah. Kahara I'd rather have Kahara. Solid, but like I think Abram. Did you say Abram? Yeah, yeah he I did. Said, I said Abram. I, I would say the top four: Abram, Derek, Johnny, Kenny. I would put Kahara after them, and then probably Ryan, and then Dunbar would be the next one. Because I mean, you do have a you do have a very strong affinity for Ryan. It's so. not a strong affinity. Uh, I mean, we're, we're a plus competitor according to Trace. So mm-hmm. I'm sure if we had if Ryan ever comes back for a season, that's the 101 pick to Trace. No, Ryan. never. I, I just think he is underrated. I didn't say that. He's, I think he's very capable politically. He, he does, exactly. He, does him, he yeah. had the right relationships. I mean, Fresh Meat 2, he was under the radar the whole time. All right. We're done. Yeah, I think we're good. So should we talk I, I stand, about... I stand by my Kenny position, which we'll, we'll keep rehashing as we go through the season. So we kind of talked about this on text. Do we want to uh, announce our plans for the upcoming season 36? Yeah. So we're we're going to do weekly episodes again uh, since we got a good response. And I think, I don't know, for, for me, I think we'll probably handle this season by season. But at least for season 36, we're going to continue to do the, the weekly episodes where we kind of, I don't even, we don't really do a recap. We kind of just shoot from we the just talk, We just talk. talk for an hour. That's what we yeah. do. We just chat. I mean, we re- we recap. We usually try to touch on most things that happen in the episode, so it's a recap. Yeah. I would say, it's but it's not like a normal Challenge Chronicles episode where we go mission no, by mission no, no, and no. do stats and stuff. No, no, no. This is just going to be stream of consciousness. What the three of us would be texting each other anyway. And yeah, this is primarily so I'm not up until three thirty in the morning texting about reality TV. Yeah, especially last season when it was Survivor winners at war and Total Madness at the same time. So we I, had a I, lot. I don't think we'll be bringing about. you back any Survivor recaps anytime soon. I feel like we texted more about Survivor when that was going on than we did about the challenge. Well, the, Survivor, the, the second half of last season was so bizarre, and the Survivor season was much more interesting. Yeah, it really was. Survivor season 40 was superior to Total Madness. I would agree with that. I have high hopes for this season of the challenge. Actually, a lot of people have been down on it, but I I love the format. I mean, that if you ask me what the number one thing I like about this upcoming season, you've been talking this for a while, Chase. I have. I have been pitching. They're doing it slightly differently, but I think they're doing it in a more interesting way than I have pitched it. So I love the fact that they're going this route. I I I really think the best seasons, at least for me, in the previous few seasons, have been. For one, it's a format that I like. That's the number one thing. But number two, it's also a cast that has interesting new additions combined with like bringing back some older vets we haven't seen in a while. And I think this cast really does that. And as much as I am a huge Johnny Bananas fanboy, I think him taking a season off is great. It might not be great for the franchise, but I think it's great for those of us that have stuck with the show so long because it's going to create some new dynamics. Because for the last few seasons, it's pretty much been we got to get rid of Johnny, except for Total Madness. That wasn't as it was a small part of the season, but because of West. Well, the, the Red Skulls way through that out of order. And I mean, like he wasn't really on World of Worlds 1 or World of Worlds 2 all that much. No, he got kicked out pretty quick because they wanted him out of there. So, you know, without Bananas being there, the politics are going to be very different this season. How does Leroy do without Bananas there? I think he's going to do better without Bananas there. I think he and Cam just tied themselves to West. Probably. 
And, I'm and, very curious to see who Wes's main targets are. That's the most interesting dynamic. I think Darrell is going to be his number one with a bullet. So then you're, but then you, you have that much of a thing on Darrell. Then, if you really think that's Wes's main target, I just think Wes has so much more of a, a group with him than Darrell. Does. I just think Darrell. It doesn't matter. I think he goes into elimination against uh, all of those guys except for maybe CT and maybe 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 Nam maybe revenge. And this is like ruins part two, and Darrell is the one going into eliminations all the time instead of Wes. It's possible, th- but I really think that Darrell could beat almost every male member of this cast unless it's a janky oh, carnival yeah. game. No, definitely. If it's a straight-up elimination, Darrell, Darrell's got him. Do you think he's going to play from out front that much, though? Wes? Yeah. I, I, for me, just looking at this cast, and part of the reason why I do think he might target Darrell, even though I don't know, there's not as much of a rivalry there as it would be with like Jordan, um, I just think Wes has a lot of friends on this cast. Mm-hmm. Like he's friends with CT. He's friends with Leroy. He's got. Um, he's worked with the Young Bucks before. He's good friends with Devin. Even him and Jay have an amenable relationship. On the girls' side, like he and Lolo interacted in a positive manner on Chance versus Pros. I don't know much how much of that has carried over to now. Yeah. But he has that going for him. So I, I just think Wes is much more connected. Like Darrell, I mean, he's hunk around the Challenge Universe, so I'm sure he has connections. But, but I think he, Wes is a little bit more. He has zero connection to any of the new people. He really doesn't have any connection with Young Buck because Corey was the guy that threw him out on Dirty 30. Yeah. That's and that true, weird that's purge. True. So, like, Darrell, he's he's almost, other than CT, he's probably a man without a without an ally, really. In oh, the see, I think CT could have allies if CT wants to have allies. CT just isn't usually, like... And, and I mean, that's CT what I'm saying. I think, I think Darrell's on his own. Ingrained. I really think Darrell's on his own, but I think he's so good that it's not going to matter. I can see Darrell ha- like if, the, if this season does work out. I, just, I can see Darrell having like six or seven different partners on this season too. That's possible. All right. So a few things to wrap up. One, thank you to the Reddit admins for, I guess. Trace, what did they do? They added Flair to uh, at least my account. I don't know about your guys' accounts, but if you see, um, if you go on uh, the MTV Challenge subreddit on Reddit, uh, when I post, and hopefully these other guys post too, uh, the mods, without us knowing, uh, added our logo as well as who we are. So when I post on the uh, the subreddit, it says Trace from the Challenge Chronicles um, on my as my Flair. So. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want, if you see me posting, feel free to interact. If you have questions for the show, um, let us know. Obviously, um, we are going to probably do a much better job of promoting again because it's all my fault, really, the way the island scheduling went out. I've just had a lot of personal life stuff going on, and now all of that has kind of settled down. So we've gotten back in the groove on the regular show and posting them and stuff like that. Well, we'll so, have a lot more regular content now too, I imagine. Yeah, especially stuff. With season 36, we're still going to continue to do a Chronicles show every few weeks, um, but we're going to be coming to you every Thursday, uh, probably being posted either late Thursday night or early Friday morning after the show airs on Wednesday. So uh, we will be there uh, with bells on. Yeah, so thank you to the Reddit admins for that um, and for just being the admin of the of the sub in general. That's yep. how they do have a, they do an exceptional job there, I have to say. They really do like future season content and spoilers and stuff. Like I have not compared yet. that to like obviously Twitter's just a wild west, but like it, it, they keep it very clean there, which I extremely appreciate yeah, from somebody do, who always yeah. remains unspoiled. They yep. keep it clean, but they also I don't think 
take it way too seriously. I feel like there's some subreddits where you post something and then they immediately take it down because there's one aspect of something that you did that doesn't meet some fine print in the FAQ. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's I think great... that, I think they just have the rules set up correctly in that they're not too pedantic about anything. They just know what needs to get be taken down. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. And so we really appreciate them. We appreciate them listing us as a challenge podcast on the sidebar. Um, so we want to give those people the mod some love because they really do do a great job on that subreddit. And I mean, I post in there and make comments several times a week. So, you know, feel free to interact. We're, we're on there. And then I think Rob and mine don't have our names. Rob, what's your Reddit name? Uh, Art Vandalay 16. So if you're going to put Rob's name next to his and then I'm the other one. Uh, second, if you want to send us listener emails, you can reach us at thechallengechronicles at gmail.com. I'll and make sure any that say Rob is correct or any other positive statement <laughs> will get moved to the top of the ladder. <laughs> yeah. And then three, uh, if you could please, it would mean a lot to us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it just because it helps other people find the show. First and on stop. Spotify. On Spotify, the algorithm has us appearing at well, the top of all the challenge podcasts. So yeah. thank you to those people who are listening to us on Spotify. We're getting a lot of visibility and we're getting a lot of new people coming from Spotify. So thank you to those of you who have been reviewing and liking on Spotify. Well, that's what I was going to get into. So I don't think you can review on Spotify. So I think whatever they're doing in the algorithm on Spotify, and I think it probably has to do with what we talked about before that our episodes, when someone starts to listen to it, it's a high listen through rate. I think that's part of the reason why the algorithm may like us on Spotify, because like you said, we're one of the the top pod, podcasts. Yeah, I think we're, I'm Spotify. looking at it now for podcasts. We're number two behind Challenge Mania. Uh, yeah, I don't so, know if we're passing them anytime soon. And for whatever reason on iTunes, you <laughs> good luck finding us. And I don't know why. So if it it, it would me- really mean a lot. If, you, if you've ever thought about um, leaving a review for us and haven't, please do. If you could take a couple seconds, we all three of us would really appreciate a lot. So, and hey, but how about this? I'll sweeten the pot. Um, if you <laughs> leave us not just a five star review, but make it a creatively funny, insightful uh, review, uh, we will throw your name in a hat. And um, sometime between now and the end of the year, I'll draw the names out of a spreadsheet again, and we'll send somebody a Challenge Chronicles T-shirt. We might have so, to lower the bar for creative. Let, let's set up let's set up the let's set up some rules so how about if they just give us a review from now until december three jump december 31st they'll yep. enter they'll enter a pot there we go so if you leave us a review between now and december 31st we'll throw your name in the pot and we will draw for a challenge mate our challenge chronicles t-shirt your choice of either that big dub diesel or johnny rule police uh and uh, just make sure that uh, whichever one we pick, if you could maybe toss in like your Twitter handle or something like that so that we can reach out to you if you win. Yeah, we'll get. Oh, yeah. So they would have to, in the review, leave a Twitter handle, right? Or some way that we could get a hold of them. Twitter, uh, Instagram, some way. We literally are making this up off the top of our head. I just made the decision as we were chatting to do it. So leave, that, leave that's how that happened. Leave your preferred contact method, preferably Twitter or email, and then yep. we'll get back to you in that manner. Um, so I think that's it. 
Um, I mean, just if you want to play in the fantasy game, that will uh, open up on the premiere date. I'll put. I'll make sure we get a link to the fantasy game in the uh, episode. And you are going to be listening to this after the Island Part Three drops. So the next show that we chronicle will be a big heavy hitter season, Dual Two. Uh, we will start recording that sometime in the near future, and we will be to you weekly with season thirty-six. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night. Bye.